live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. This is the broadcast for March twelfth, twenty twenty, hour two. Got a rock and roll, man. Kurt gave me a ton of stories yesterday. I've already covered about three of them, but we'll go straight to them. Got eleven more to rock and roll this hour alone, just to get yesterday's news done. Community rallies to support young golfer with cerebral palsy. Kurt? Very good, Sam. Yeah. I mean, uh, every so often, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can find a good news piece of, um, well, news. And and so we try to highlight those in this case. I mean, imagine a community getting together, Sam, and, uh, you know, helping out somebody with cerebral palsy and i'll bet nobody even forced them to do it uh you know this is a breitbart piece just so you know um you know and even hillary said breitbart really does some good stuff but this is in monroe county new york and the people are Don't coming together to support people hillary said that or people might think that it's bogus it's actually true yeah, good point uh but anyway uh in Monroe County, New York, the people are coming together to support a young boy with cerebral palsy. Uh, Boston Big Wharf is his name. I thought that was a heck of a name. Boston Big Wharf. Uh, when he was born uh, more than six weeks early in 2010, his parents called him their miracle baby. That's according to the Daily Messenger. Uh, however, they say once doctors performed a routine MRI, I think you got to avoid those myself. But anyway, they found he had suffered from permanent brain damage due to a lack of oxygen during pregnancy. And I always wonder how they figure that out, exactly what it was. But anyway, he was later diagnosed, they say, with mild cerebral palsy. Do you really want to know or not, Kurt? Well, I don't know. Go ahead, Sam. If you want the answer, I can explain it to you there. Well, so they, I mean, they I... take these brain photos, and they've learned when brains are starved by oxygen what that photos look like. Now, these are a little more detailed than just your average iPhone photo or whatever, but all I'm telling you is they've learned to compare brains that are, you know, have oxygen loss or whatever else and what it looks like versus other different things that happen to the brain, and they start to categorize these photos, and after a while, when you see enough of them from autopsies in different places, you start to be able to say, hey, this is likely the case with this, and the more data you get, the more reliable the re- uh, the results are, and so, you know, usually that's how they know, Kurt. Now, I'm not telling you so it's, it's perfect, but that's how they're doing Yeah. Well, if they said it was likely due to a lack of oxygen, but they always say it was a brain damage due to a lack of oxygen. I mean, you know, I, all I'm saying is I think there's room for error in some of these things. Uh, anyway, uh, right they say that. he was later diagnosed with mild cerebral palsy, but that didn't stop his parents from finding a way to keep his life as normal as possible. Uh, they, his mom said, we love our children for who they are, not what they can can or can't do. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they say the, the big wharf, I think it's a kind of cool last name. Big Wharf family recently teamed up for a fundraiser with the nonprofit Stand Up and Play Foundation, and they were going to buy one of their paramobile devices for Boston that'll help him stand on his own. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, they they had what they called the Boston Tea Party with. T spelled T double E for a golf tournament. You know, it's kind of cool. Boston Tea Party, you know, it's kind of a freedom thing. Uh, anyway, and uh, 
Well, they the thing cost twenty three grand, and uh, they put together this deal, and uh, you know they're working on getting her done. I mean, they didn't even send in like a request to the federal government for the cashola, Sam. I mean, I like that. Know, they're they're doing it, uh, you know, together. And hey, well, our prayers are with Boston, man. And I think the parents yeah. look at it correctly and call him a miracle baby. I I like that. Go Boston Big Wharf. Yeah, yeah man. All right. Cool there you stuff. have it. That's one good news story. Now you got a girl hanging out with her hot cocoa stand, too, Kurt. Now, I hope this doesn't go wrong. Because usually well, when you yeah. hear government and cocoa stands together, <laughs> oh, boy. You know, but this one That's actually right. defied the odds. Well, you know, and it, the headline reads, Girls Hot Cocoa Stand Raises Nearly 800 Bucks for Tornado Victims. Now, if you're if you've been watching carefully, uh, the tornado victims are in Tennessee, right, Sam? Um, I mean, that's well, they the had big this focus big... on them are in Tennessee yeah. right now. Yes, yeah. but there's tornadoes that happen all over the South all the time. Right. But most of them you just don't hear about, it, even when they do minor damage. Uh, yeah, Amy Fur. Uh, I don't know what fur, but anyway, uh, her name is Amy Fur. She writes this piece for Breitbart, and uh, she says uh, a little girl with a big heart in Clovis, California, is helping tornado victims in Tennessee get back on their feet. Now, if you want to ask yourself, did you hear uh, Rush Limbaugh mention this, or did you hear Sean Hannity, or, or did you uh, see it on NBC you or know what CBS you need to do, or CNN? Karen. You need to donate you know. some raw honey to her. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, they say uh, six-year-old Piper Deal. That's a great deal. Uh, heard about what happened in the Tennessee communities that were hit hard by the storms last week. I would basically she market to, for her, and I'd say get it piping hot, get a good deal. That's how I'd yeah, advertise her. Good, yeah. She wanted to let them know she cared, and so ABC 30 there reported this. So the ABC news people could have picked it up and made it go national, but no. Anyway, she came up, Piper came up with the idea to hold a hot cocoa stand and sell drinks for two bucks a cup to raise money for relief efforts after at least 25 people were killed during the tornadoes that swept through Nashville and the surrounding areas. Kurt, would you buy and, one? And uh, what's that? Would yeah. you buy one? I, I mean, I wouldn't even be, I'd love it because I wouldn't even be forced to do it. Plus, I'd contribute some marshmallow dream honey because you could sweeten that stuff and make it taste yeah, like Yeah, I would do it. I'd, I'd get some of like that hot that. chocolate. You know, I think we ought to have girls yeah. all over the country doing this. That's right. Her aunt, lives in Nashville, so that's how she's, you know, she's a California girl, but her aunt lives in Nashville, and the home across from hers was completely destroyed, so the little girl said, she remember, she's six, uh, she wanted to help the people who lost everything, especially the kids who are just like her, and so she offered customers hot chocolate with toppings like marshmallows, chocolate sprinkles, whipped cream while holding a blue sign so drivers would notice her standing on the corner, and you know, the great news about this whole thing, Sam, the cops didn't show up or the, you know, uh, zoning people, or none of the uh, little government bureaucrats didn't show up to shut her down. None of that happened. And they didn't know? even check what I mean, party you were from when people started buying yeah. hot chocolate and helping out the cause or anything. Correct? That's right. They probably didn't even measure to see if it was too hot or too cold or, you know, no, they just it was kind of let freedom right. go on, you know. <laughs> Whoa, phenomenal. Uh, Anyway, that's go. good news. Now i got to move to some bad news stuff, though. Dick's Sporting oh, Goods, yeah. they're anti-gun, but they pulled the trigger, Kurt. 
<laughs> yeah, the guys at the Western Journal, Jonathan Jones, got that headline. Dick Sporting Goods pulls trigger. Quote, are uh, removing guns and hunting products from most stores. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is what sporting goods stores don't have hunting products? Dicks. I mean, I, I mean, it's just kind of hard. To so you ready for my prediction? Get, uh Dick's, I'll give you a prediction. Okay. Dick's Sporting Goods removes customers. <laughs> How about that? You know? Dick's anyway. Sporting Goods on a slow ride, the Boat. BK. That's yeah, my prediction. That's right. So I'm just saying, look, it starts there, then what's next, Kurt? You don't dare have beef jerky because you had to kill an animal to get that there now with your gun, see? Well, and you right. can't. And, yeah, so yeah. I'm just saying, where's that going to go? Jerky. Yeah. I mean, you don't want yeah. to get out there with your tent on that environmental wilderness ground, and so you shouldn't sell those. And what I mean is, this is a long slide to nowhere, Kurt. This is disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe what they'll do is have those little, um, you know, not BB guns, because those can hurt you. They probably have to have a little, only Nerf guns, you know. You could buy a Nerf gun at Dick's Sporting Goods, you know. Anyway, it's just crazy stuff they got 440 stores um and they're going to completely eliminate the hunting section and so you might be hunting for the hunting section but you're going to have a hard time finding it there in the dick's boarding good store i gotta do is go somewhere else that has you know yeah common sense about it you know (laughs) all right gas prices likely to plummet kurt oh it's gonna be gnarly well, you know, and I haven't seen this, but, um, you know, uh, some people would read that headline and go, oh, no, gas price is going to plummet. But, Sam, doesn't that mean that almost everything, the cost of almost everything would be going down? I mean, well, it's two dollars and 60 cents on the average in the country right now, Kurt. Yeah, so I don't know. So the headline says it's likely to plummet. It's already below $2 a gallon in some places in the United States. I don't know where it's below $2 a gallon anywhere. Well, I mean. not saying it's not true. I'm just saying Uh, I don't know. Yeah. um, They say it could fall below 2 bucks per gallon. I hope it does everywhere, Kurt. Yeah. We need a little bit of relief from somewhere. Donald's talking about it, but of course the Republican, you know, Democrat parties are going to shut President Trump down. He probably won't get anything done. They'll just quibble over it while you and I, you know, suffer, right? Mm-hmm. But if bra- gas prices go down, that could help me, you know. Yeah, yeah. They say in Alabama they get some uh, for two oh nine a gallon. They say uh, that's below the national average of two thirty four. So maybe you know who knows. I mean, I remember gas from like nineteen cents or twenty nine cents a gallon. So I don't know if it's going to plummet that far. Do you think? So? Yeah, I don't know uh, what's going to happen. By the way, with they that, do, but I don't. I don't. Gas buddy. Yeah. Gas buddy says you can get it for a buck eighty-six at Sam's Club in Auburn. So I, I, you know, I guess that's get the Auburn, number ready. Alabama. I want to call and ask if that's true. Yeah, there you go. All right, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Sam and Kurt, hard-hitting talk on your radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? 
you deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. All right, Kurt gave me what a hack and sack in uh, uh, what's up? Packins, pack a sack, sack. pack a sack, sack. sack. and that's in what White Plains, Alabama? No, it's Anniston, Alabama. All right, they said they were in White Plains when I called them, so you know I don't know how that all works. But nevertheless, I I did talk to the lady, and she said gas is dollar ninety nine a gallon. Huh? Well, the uh, on there on here it says a buck seventy seven one hour ago. Yeah, it isn't true. Maybe dollar ninety nine is a little different than a dollar seventy seven. Yeah, so it isn't true. Is the point? Maybe that lady's lying. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure she lied. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to lie to this guy. He's probably calling from some radio program, and he's probably some white supremacist hater. And so I'm going to go ahead and give him bogus information so he loses all his credibility. And don't you think that's what's going on, Kirk? I, you know, you'd think I'd gasp, buddy. They'd have a thing that said, the lowest price is, and you could just check. I mean, where would the lowest price be, Sam? Well, Louisiana? I don't know. Who knows? And, and all I'm saying is I do believe really that matter. they're getting I'm close to there. two bucks a gallon. But the bottom line is for yeah. most folks, gas is around two fifty a gallon, okay? Oh, it says it's a buck sixty-eight in Chalmette in Louisiana. Why don't you call them up and see if it's true, Kurt? I'll try to find out. Because I don't Shell gas it. station. Yeah. Uh huh. Here's the phone number five zero four. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. You can't give that out on the radio, Kurt. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's illegal, buddy. It. You're going to go to prison. Oh uh-huh. yeah, that's how freedom works. I well, for you, you're that. not allowed to give out the number now. If you're Joe Biden, there'd be no problem. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. All right, Minneapolis now, Mayor. Yes. Jacob, what's this guy's name? Free? Yeah. F R E Y. Maybe it's Fry. Free? Yeah. Free. Proclaims yeah. March 10th Abortion Provider Appreciation Day? What the heck's that? I mean, 
Imagine that, Sam. I mean, you've heard of Customer Appreciation Day, um, stuff like that, but I've just never heard of a, you know, uh, abortion provider appreciation day. You know. Yeah, I don't want to do that, buddy. Mayor. It just seems like that's a bad move, you know. Well, what about a pro-life or a, a baby appreciation day? Good point. Right. But, hey, that's what they can do with their fame and fortune. We, the people, just keep putting them back in office for their agenda, don't we, Kurt? Well, it seems like it. I, right. I mean, I didn't vote for that many episodes, Mayor. Amen to that. Yeah. Patty in Utah, you're welcome. Hey, Hello, good Ms. morning, uh, Kurt and Sam. Um, you know, I just sent uh, both of you, and then I realized, Sam, that uh, I sent it a little backwards. But there was a statement last night that I, I found as I was thumbing through some of the news media on this coronavirus. But this person writes something that really uh, triggered a thought in my mind that I think we have to be There's a little that careful. triggering thing. Yeah, Sam, triggering. Hear, is triggering. You know, <laughs> the trigger yeah. finger. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, coronavirus is so contagious, they're saying that there's also many 40 and 50 and 60-year-olds, like in Italy, and some of these other places, but they said what they really have a great need or, or overwhelming is our ICU units. <clears throat> and we are talking about not having enough masks. They said, how about not having enough ventilators? When people are really sick and this is attacking their lungs, we actually don't have enough ventilators for the amount of people and that it's spreading so fast. It's so contagious. So, yeah, we have car wrecks. We've got other things, you know, that the flu, the numbers are high as far as the mortality rate. But we've got more people at one time hitting our ICUs in our hospitals. You don't have that many car wrecks overnight. Yeah, and Over it is it is seriously a problem. That's why I said last hour when we were talking about this in detail, I said, you know, I don't want to mock this. This is serious, folks. And I do support yep. the avoiding of large gatherings. I do support a lot of these companies and a lot of these schools and a lot of these places to cancel events. And I do support, you know, staying home. And, and okay, But I don't support the panic that goes along with it. And one of the oh, things I that we're missing here, that we're missing two key components, in my opinion. We're not talking about natural health and healing methods like herbs, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, plenty of sleep, plenty of exercise, ways that your body can be stronger to fight this so that if you get it, it's not catastrophic, so that you get it, you know, you don't have to go to the hospital and be on a ventilator in the first place. I agree. They're not I talking agree. about that at all. And secondly, they're not talking about God at all. And I'm telling you, if you leave those two things out of the equation, I don't care what you're talking about. You're just creating hype and fear, and you're not focusing on solutions. Right, right. We need to focus on the solutions. And as one of the retailers... Here in Utah, I'm telling you, the people are panicking to me on the wrong items. You know, we needed to be on these vitamins and on these herbs so that our immune systems are so much stronger well before this time. So thank you. I appreciate your station. I pray for our nurses and our doctors who are going to be working around the clock and, uh, and our hospital staff. And I appreciate Liberty News. Roundtable Radio. Thank you. Amen to that. Thank you. I think she's right, and I agree with the idea that we've got to focus on the right things. Uh, and, and again, when are we panicking versus when are we preparing? When are we um, inciting concern and, and, and fear? 
versus when are we promoting faith and replace or instead of fear? And I and I think it's really really important. All right, speaking of that, Kurt, don't be getting this artificial sweetener now. Well, uh, yeah, Sam, um, we've talked about this like forever, but uh, this is a Washington Post piece, and occasionally you find a good, you know, message even in a garbage can in a Washington. You know, some folks call it the compost, but Laura Riley's writing this piece, and uh, the headline says a common artificial sweetener might be making you fatter and sicker. A new study says. Um, haven't we been? You know, kind of saying this for a long time. Sam. What's the sweetener, Kurt? Well, this is sucralose, Sam, and uh, you know, so they're they're basically saying that, uh, you know, this artificial, you know, kind of sweetener may blunt the body's ability to metabolize sugar appropriately. Uh, I mean, think about that. I mean, it's in those little packets, you know, where you sit down and they, uh, the brand names are like Splenda and, uh, you know, others like that. But uh, you got some other ones, Zero Cal, Zucrana, Zucra Plus. I mean, those are ones you always reach for, right? I mean, when you sit down. Well, Kurt. Uh, they, but I, just, I suggest against these things. Well, let me just know. put it out to you this way. Yeah. You can suggest against them all you want, but most people don't know what's in it. They don't care. They don't know how to know, and it's just too complicated. Good point. And I'm not trying to be offensive that it doesn't matter or that your point's not right. Uh -huh. I'm just saying, look, I get a drink tomorrow. I'm at a restaurant, and it's mm -hmm. whatever. Now, how do I know what's in it? Yep. They say a and Yale even if I study. buy it at the store and I can read the bottle, what was that sucralose, sucrose, yeah. uh, what whatever? And I, you know, I, I'm just saying, unless I really just spend time and get trained and figure it all out, and, hey, yeah. you can't really even know. Now you say, well, stick to water, Sam. Water's good. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just ask those folks over there. And what's that town called? It's over there in Michigan. I think it's called Detroit. Those oh, guys yeah. had a water That's meltdown, a water man. Problem. Those folks would have been better off drinking straight up sucralose. Or what's that word called? <laughs> yeah, something like right? that. So, Splenda. You know, well, is it Splenda? Is that the problem? Yeah, Splenda and sucralose is, you know, I mean, that sucralose is the item, and then there's different companies that sell it. Well, you're all uh, confusing to me. Is the same thing as, like, skinny fat, or what's that other thing called? I don't know what skinny fat is, but, oh. I mean, how do you have skinny fat? Anyway, <laughs> in the <laughs> Yale study, they say researchers took 60 healthy weight individuals and separated them into three groups. That'd be, like, 20 in each group. A group that consumed a regular size beverage. Well, what are we going to do about it even so, Kurt? Uh, I mean, is the is the FDA going to do something to save us, or I mean, what's going to? Well, I think you should call it national world pandemic. Donald uh, Trump anyway, with an executive uh, order. I mean, what are we going to do about this, Kurt? Yeah, because the second I started uh, telling you, I figured out to watch for Suculos, you'd tell me it's called Splenda. Yeah, good point. See, I can't uh, figure that out. How many other brand names are under it? Uh, one of the things Skinny I fat? recommend is that folks. one of the names. I don't remember seeing skinny fat in this article, yeah, but uh, you are? the bottom line is, I why don't we just use stuff like that you can read the word and you know what it means? Like what? I mean, Kurt, you know, like Splenda? That's like easy to read. honey? Because, Kurt, it tastes bad with honey in it. It separates. <laughs> it's all jacked down. It gets all hard and crystallized. People want to throw it out because it's all like a rock and people don't know what to do. Like, and, you, like you buy that candy that says bit of honey and you're thinking... 
Yeah, yeah it's got honey. Now you should sue them for bit. false advertising uh, and say I'm the real honey guy here now. Stop already. Good point. But see, all I'm telling you is people don't know it says bit of honey. Well, of course it's got honey in it, doesn't it, Kurt? Yeah, so far down on the list, it's like, well, they yeah, but you got a problem with that? At least it's got it in it. Honey in there. Yeah. I mean, they could sell it and say no honey. Yeah, honey nut cereal, and then you read it, and the first one, the ingredients, sugar, and then you got to go way down. Yeah, I got honey, honey nuts, at least, yeah. you know. All right, Kurt wants to talk about a French mayor. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Coronavirus and the Trump administration's response to it finding its way into the 2020 race for the White House. Democratic presidential frontrunner Joe Biden is set to deliver a speech in Delaware today on the response to the pandemic. The former VP has been critical of President Trump's response to it. Last night, President Trump did impose restrictions to prevent people from 26 European nations from traveling to the United States for at least 30 days. That speech by the president came a day after Biden canceled some upcoming public rallies amid the widening public health concerns. Severe weather will stretch across a dozen states today with damaging wind gusts, large hail, and tornadoes from the Mid-South to the Ohio Valley. Forecasters expect the worst of the weather to hit this afternoon and evening in northeast Texas and southeast Oklahoma. And this is USA Radio News. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Election, trade war, what in the world is the world coming to and how will it affect your retirement? Fisher Investments has helped thousands of investors navigate all kinds of news and market conditions. Is your portfolio prepared? If you have $500,000 or more, call for Fisher's insightful free guide, The Stock Market Outlook, and learn how the market might impact your retirement this year. Call 1-800-379-4442. 1-800-379-4442. Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Global stocks and oil prices continue to dive. The Dow Jones Industrial Average losing over 1,400 points yesterday. Wall Street now in official bear market territory. Ken Mahoney of Mahoney Asset Management says long-term investors should just stay the course. Yeah, stay the course. Again, stay with technology. Technology was a leader before the coronavirus. Once we get out of this pickle, out of this mess, I believe technology will be the leadership. The coronavirus pandemic affecting TV programs, for instance, the Ellen DeGeneres show, is the latest to say it's going to do away with a live audience until further notice. Tapings are done for the week, so this is going to start Monday. Several other programs have made similar moves. The U.S. women's national soccer team protesting unequal pay by wearing their jerseys inside out. Earlier this week, court filings revealed the Soccer Federation had argued that male players were entitled to more money because their job required a higher level of skill. This is USA Radio News. 
promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live. I guess these uh, you know, talk shows are having to do away with their live audiences, Kurt. We don't have to do away with ours, just the nature of the... What, beast is different? Is that how it is? Yeah, you could just say this is a coronavirus-free program. You know what I mean, Sam? Heard that. Yeah. All right. Because you listen with your ears and you don't have to be next to it. All right, French mayor, Smurf rallies, buddy. Now, have you ever been to a Smurf rally, Sam? Well, I first mean, off, you got to tell me what one is. Are you talking about the Smurf, like the cartoon thing? Yeah, yeah, you know. No, I've uh, never been to a Smurf rally. And I don't plan on going uh, with or without the coronavirus. Now, you know, sometimes, you, you know, at least in my mind, you think of the uh, Boise State, um, you know, kind of, they called them the Smurfs because they had that blue field, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, But this one's a French mayor. Uh, that's where they get French fries and French toast and all that stuff. But anyway, he defends this Smurf rally after outcry over virus. And uh, this is in René French. And they were going to have a, uh, well. Oh, it's uh, France. Oh, sorry, France. They were going to hold a record-breaking, well, they are. They held a record-breaking gathering of 3,500 people, and they were all dressed up as Smurfs. Uh, I mean, you missed it, Sam. Uh, well, here's the deal. So, if uh, I were to hold a rally for liberty, I'd get like five people. If I want to do the Smurf <laughs> rally, I'd get like 3,500 people. Yeah, these are uh, blue human-like creatures. If you don't know what a Smurf is, it's a blue human-like creature that live in houses shaped like mushrooms, you know, I mean, just so you know. (laughs) And so a bunch of these people painted themselves up in blue and got their little Smurf hats on, and uh, they had been preparing this for a month, and so they didn't want to... They got all their costumes from the local stores. They figured that a bit, listen to this part, they figured that a bit of fun would do us all good at the moment. So I That's why they're keeping theaters open, buddy. Yeah, that's kind of, you know. Uh Speaking of fun, how about the Royal, is it the Caribbean or the Royal Caribbean? How do you say that, Kurt? It's kind of like caramel. Yeah, you can say it either way. Caramel, Uh, caramel, caramel. Yeah, Carmel. Right. You know, how do you say that? You know. Well, anyway, Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean is a lot like that, huh? But it's the Royal Caribbean, isn't it, Kurt? Well, yeah, that's right. The headline reads: uh, Royal Caribbean or Caribbean increases borrowing capacity by five hundred million, five hundred fifty million, to stay afloat. Yeah, you know, bankers always love a good crisis, and you know they got to be. Loving this one. Uh, pretty soon the bankers will be owning the Royal Caribbean if they don't already own it, I think. Uh, Sam, what do you think? I, you know, I don't even know. I, I don't I don't know that I'd take a cruise right now with the coronavirus in the mix, personally. Yeah. I don't know that well, I'd go I mean, on a plane with the, you know. I it don't, could be know. an ideal time to, uh, you know. Let the prisoners see what a cruise is like. I mean, you got all these prisoners that never get to go on cruises. Um, I mean, there'd be all that empty space on those cruise ships, you know. But anyway, uh, they say the company, um, well, Royal Caribbean has seen a stock dip. (laughs) The company says it's also reducing capital expenditures. Um, 
what does that mean, not buying new ships, uh, operating expenses and taking other actions in an effort to improve liquidity by at least another $1.7 billion. I'll tell you what, um, those guys are going to have time to get those ships all spick and span, aren't they, Sam? Uh, you know, they won't have to worry about too Well, there's probably a right. few less people on them. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe they'll have a coronavirus. <clears throat> it's my super you know, safe, economic prowess that um, makes me so so aware of this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's right. Safe cruise, and what they'll do is they'll have one person in each room, and then they'll just say, "Look, you know, your time on on board is at twelve uh, ten. You've got till twelve fifteen, and then you have to go back to your room, and then the next guy gets to come out." You know, I mean, it could oh, be sort point. of like that. Well, you can get some vitamin uh, D from the sun in five minutes or so. It's a good start. Good point. Yeah, hey, there's these pastors, you know, religious guys, um, and yeah. there's the black ones, and then you got the white ones. And I don't, why do they always do this, Kurt? Well, I yeah, the headline reads: uh, Black pastors group calls for censure of Chucky Schumer. Um, you know, so I thought the black folks were just supposed to be all for Chuck Schumer, but uh, anyway, in this case, uh, Dr. Susan Berry writes this for Breitbart, president founder of the Coalition of African American Pastors. I've never even heard of these guys. You know, you hear of the NAACP all the time, but anyway, these are the Coalition of African American Pastors, or CAAP, um, has launched a petition calling on the Senate to censure Senator Chuck Schumer for his threatening remarks. Will that mean they'll give him like 30,000 lashes with a wet noodle, Sam? I mean, what will it be his big uh, punishment? Anyway, uh, the Reverend William Owens said in a statement that Schumer's remarks against Justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh promote violence and hate, end quote. Um, I think he's right, Sam. Um, now, um, you know, but I've never heard of this guy, and I guess the reason you've never heard of this guy and his group because, you know, they're not kind of the, uh, what, um, Jesse Jackson lookalikes, are they? Well, my response to that is this. Who wouldn't be wanting a censure at the least if not for more on Chuck Schumer for his hostile threats toward the Supreme Court members, Kurt. I mean, I don't think that just black people want this. Are you for uh, creating accountability for his, uh, in my opinion, loose lips and uh, disrespectful behavior and, um, you know, less than intelligent action? I mean, the guy's well, off his rocker, Kurt. You know, I mean, he says he's from Brooklyn, and we kind of talk like that. Well, he's not a you know janitor in Brooklyn or anything like that. This is the minority leader in the Senate, Sam. I mean, we're talking about somebody who hmm, he's got a little bit of responsibility for what he says and does. I think. Well, or and that's the whole have. point. And so this isn't yeah. black pastors. Do, this is everybody should be wanting this, Kurt. You don't threaten people, right. sir. You don't do that. Okay, I've been on the radio 25 years plus. Literally three hours a day for a lot of it. Two hours a day, six days a week for a lot of it. I don't know how many hours that is, but it's a lot of hours, folks. Okay? Three hours a day times 52 weeks is 150 hours, you know? Okay? I'm sorry. Let me start over. 
you got about 300 days, 350 days we're on the air a year. Three hours, that's like 450 hours in a year. If it's two hours a day, it's like 300 hours in a year. You know, 3,000, you know, we're probably been on the air like, I don't know, 15, 20,000 hours or some crazy number, Kurt. More than it takes for a pilot to become, you know, certified to fly the public around even by far. Okay, and I'm telling you, I've never threatened anybody like that, ever. And I recommend against it. You just don't behave that way, man. And I don't care if you're from Brooklyn or where you think you're from. It's not appropriate behavior. And I think censorship if you're not, not enough. Yeah, and if you're not caught up on what was done, he was on the uh, court or the steps of the Supreme Court building when he basically, uh, you know, he said uh, uh, Justice Gorsuch and Kavanaugh will pay the price and won't know what hit them. Um, you know, so this is, uh, I just, you know, I mean, I think that if if it was the other way around and let's say it was, well, I mean, let's take Steve Stockman, for example. Uh, he uh, kind of, you know, went after Obama and uh, what? I mean, now he's rotten in jail, right, Sam? Yeah, and he has been for years, and sadly, he's got years to go. And Donald's not going to do anything about it. No one's going to. There's no accountability for, uh, you know, whacked out Chucky. And there's no protection for uh, Steve Stockman, in my opinion. All right, Kurt, did you get hired by Big Tech, buddy? No. Um, But anyway, the headline reads, Big Tech lobbies FCC on potential spectrum giveaway. Uh, We've seen these kind of stories before, Sam. What? What kind of spectrum giveaway are they working on now? Do you know? You got well, any ideas? I mean, I, I don't have the frequencies in hand right now, but it has to do with more allocation for 5G and all that kind of stuff. And okay, so it's usually so in the higher spectrums or whatever else and stuff. And that the higher the spectrum gets, the less far the you know waves are that you want to explain the spectrum. You know, well, it's just a section of, spectrum of, of the uh, section of the airwaves. Yeah. Okay. Good. So okay, there's like so. there's like the AM section is you know spectrum would be from like five thirty to seventeen hundred or whatever and then yeah. the FM spectrum and that's in the would kilohertz be, world and etc. Yeah, yeah and so right. you've got these yeah. different spectrums and you've got spectrums for like wireless telephones and microwave. You know you got spectrum for all these different uh, electronics and so it's just a whole other section yeah. of bandwidth or availability. Uh, a channel, so to speak, a slice of the pie that they want to, you know, you more details, give away or whatever. And all I'm telling you is it's a scam. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love 
get married and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby on your radio. Wow, there's a lot of news. Big tech lobbies, FCC. So on this, yeah. On so, Spectrum. Uh, yep. Hold on, Kirk. Go so ahead. we're just letting people know what we're talking about here really quick. Yeah. Big yeah. Tech Lobbies FCC on Spectrum Potential Giveaway. Kurt? Yeah, so I guess what you've got is these uh, tech giants, uh, you know, or include Microsoft, Apple, Google, Facebook, HP, Qualcomm, Intel, and Broadcom. These guys are arguing that uh, these newer devices like these VR headsets need fast Wi-Fi connections to take advantage of 5G speeds, and that uh, they want the allocation of what they call the 1200 megahertz. They want that to Wi-Fi, um, you know, and so uh, these, uh, they say critics of this proposal say that allocating the spectrum to Wi-Fi could interfere with licensed services like electric utilities and railroads that already use the band. Um, so I don't know if you want to break it down any further, Sam, on what that really well, I just want to say, uh, you know, I don't really like the government uh, in the way they do this. Uh, and what I mean by that is, Kurt, they play games. Uh, so let's say that I'm Sam Bushman, and they want to auction off this section of the airwaves. I know I can't afford it, and I can't get funding, because they claim if you bid on it, you've got to be able to deliver within a certain amount of days and stuff like that if you win the bid. So I know that I can't even afford to bid on it, so I don't even bid, so I'm out. But what happens is big corporation A bids on it, and then they win the bid, and then they come back and they go, well, government, we don't really have the funding to do it, but now that you've kind of locked this in for us, we can kind of hype it and raise the money. Uh, And or we can get a big philanthropist to come in if you give us a little bit of time and get the money. Or, you know what, we won the bid, but now we need to negotiate the price down, and here's why. And then the the real, quote, bidding begins without all the players and without the scrutiny and the transparency and things like that. And so that's why, you know, why would you have to lobby for this? Well, they're lobbying to say, open up this giveaway and then they'll lobby to say, give us special seat at the table for the new giveaway you just 
enabled or created or whatever else. And so, you know, this stuff is rigged from the get-go, Kurt. Just like grandfathering radio stations into the mix and just like giving certain stations, quote, clear channel and other stations are restricted big time in what they can do. And, you know, you have the government at the helm of almost all of these situations, and that's the part that I really reject about it. I think that's kind of the takeaway that matters here. Um, big tech lobbies. Well, what does that mean? Small tech's just out? Well, that's like you said. So there you like, have it. Um, I mean, it all depends on, I mean, if you're big tech and you know your connections and you um, got the cash, or at least, you know, people think you do, then you're going to be in on the bidding. But if you're low tech and little guy, then, you know, you just think, hey, I can't afford it anyway, so I'm not even there. And then, you know, one uh, of these big tech companies gets a piece of this special privilege and then no wonder they stay big tech in your small tech right because now you can't even get in that's exactly right so you know it's a big old sham but what do you expect speaking of big tech amazon orders new york Mm -hmm. and new jersey employees to work from home over coronavirus fears yeah and when i saw this first i thought how does amazon do packages from home uh but anyway they they say uh uh, they've instructed their employees in its New York and New Jersey offices to work from home until the end of the month. Uh, that's due to fears of, of the, they call it the Wuhan coronavirus. I thought it was interesting. Um, so, uh, you know, doing a little homework there. Uh, they say uh, Amazon's audiobook company, Audible, wasn't Audible its own company, but I guess now it's Amazon's company. They yeah, every up, good huh? startup, Kurt, for the most part, gets just merged into one of these big companies that, you know, they can't, you know, um, innovate their way into competing. So what they do is they let all the innovators do something, and then they just buy up the big massive and put their stake in it. So now, you know, Amazon owns Alexa, and then Amazon owns uh, Audible, and then, you know, then they team Alexa and Audible up. Now you can listen to your books, your audio books on Alexa, and you know, it's pretty neat in some ways. I know you think I'm talking to you. I'm just mentioning your name. Just relax. Uh, So all I'm telling you, though, is that that's what's going on. She says, hmm, I don't know that. That's right. You don't. Now just be quiet then. If you don't know, just don't talk. Okay? You only reveal how smart you are when you talk. Okay? Don't don't do that. If you don't know, just be quiet. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, there you have it, Kurt. Yeah, very good, Sam. So it looks like the guys but a lot still of these people that are working from are home have to go in there. Yeah. Well, a few people to maintain the robots will need to go in there. Right. Um, the rest of the Good people, point. though, that they answer phones and help people with things, and you know, all yeah. those people can work from home. That people. should mean there's less traffic on the freeways. You know, I mean, less yeah, sure. people bumping into each other doing bumper cars. You think they're doing that? Maybe you know. No, I mean they'll have less of it. You know. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess they say that some of these other countries like Germany and all, they'll be where Italy is in about a month, Kurt, in terms of the Mm -hmm. coronavirus. The whole country will be staying home. And then we'll be coming up right behind those guys, right? Yeah. So where do we want to go? We're going to the NAB show, Kurt. Where do we want to go, man? We need to go somewhere, don't we? Well, yeah, go home, I guess, is the only place you're supposed to go. No, buddy, we got to travel, man. <laughs> yeah. 
you know? Yeah, that's right. And uh, what, does Delta just hand out, like, masks when you get on the plane? Well, I have no idea, buddy. I can't even get a hold of them to find out. That's right. Right? I called them, and they said, hey, six hours. So then I waited. I called them yesterday, a little little later than now. Like, right after the show, I called them or whatever. They're like, oh, it'll be, you know, six hours. And so I waited, like, an hour thinking maybe it wouldn't really be six. And anyway, (laughs) then I hung up and gave up. Then I called literally at four in the morning this morning because I thought, hey. Yeah. You know, probably Nobody slow down would by be now. on there. Yeah. And then they said they'd call me back in six hours, so I'm waiting after the show. Hopefully they'll call me. It's the standard six-hour wait time, you know? I mean, yeah. Hey. yeah Businesses see plummeting sales. Job losses have begun. How real do you think that is, Kurt? Well, I can tell you this. I was part of what's called the Holy Cow Boutique uh, yesterday, and this is, you know, something they hold each year. And, and uh, you know, I was there, and apparently, uh, at least it looked like to me, there was more sales this year than last. The lady that runs it said they had 30% more sales than last year. So I don't know. I mean, apparently uh, some places are still... You know, some people are still buying something, you know, going out and getting things. So you're saying it's just a bunch of hyped up, no one's losing their jobs, it's good? No, I didn't say that. I just said that, uh, you know, I think especially in places like, like, I mean, you know, the the airlines are going to have it kind of tough, and I think the cruise ships are really going to have it tough. I mean, but um, maybe folks will get to spend more family time, you know, seeing you know, I hope they do. Go to the park, you know, do some stuff like that. I hope they do. I think that would be really nice. Yeah. Right? Did you see that one story I sent you on Delilah? No. You know who Delilah is? You're talking about the late night music lady that says, you're on, you're listening to Delilah. That lady? Yeah, I think so. Right. Uh, they call her radio personality, yeah, so I know it must Delilah. be her. Sure. Anyway, um... You know, in the uh, piece from World Net Daily, the headline reads, uh, radio host, radio personality Delilah credits Faith with saving her after the grief of losing two sons. Amanda Thomason was an author there, and uh, she has some had some ups and downs in her 59 years of life, Delilah has. Uh, some of her darkest moments have been after the loss of two of her children. Uh, first one was in 2012, and again, uh, five years later, so that'd be 2017 by my uh, old math. Uh, 16-year-old son Sammy died of complications from sickle cell anemia. Zach took his own life at eight uh, when he was 18. She's a busy mom to more than 13 children, 10 of whom are adopted. Uh, and... Uh, well, she's spoken about the loss of her son in 2017 and how it shaped her professional trajectory. She shared her grief with her huge audience, has encouraged other parents to be more proactive about teen depression and suicide, but it hasn't been easy. I guess she, uh, well, she took the time to, or she's writing, trying to write a book called One Heart at a Time about her life experiences. I thought people that were real successful, Sam, and have all these, you know, big money and stuff, that they didn't have any problems uh, like the rest of us, you know. That anyway, isn't she right. She said, 
She said, I couldn't write. I couldn't talk about it. She told ABC News. The publishers talked to my sister, and she said, I'll help. You know, I'll step in and help. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Nobody's telling Zach's story but me. Uh, so anyway, the bottom line is, um, at least for me, um, hey, uh, she told ABC that it's the quiet moments after she's finished with work that are especially difficult. It's so funny because nights are the worst, she explained. You know I finished the show and that's when it hits because that's was our time together. My son was a night owl. Uh, through difficult marriages, job insecurity, and the loss of loved ones, she says her faith is the one thing that kept that's kept her moving forward. So this is probably why you're not going to hear much about yeah, this Yeah, and I think Delilah's so. a nice lady. Um, yes. You know, I think she does a good show. Uh, she mm-hmm. uh, encourages people to do the moral thing a lot of the times. She doesn't get in your face about it or whatever, but she does, you know, uh, try to bring out that people should take a break and reduce their stress and love one another. And, you know, and she... Uh, she does a good job, but she's very well known. She's syndicated. She's uh, quite wealthy, from what I understand, uh, because she's landed a lot of these big stations. And it's basically, you know, love after dark. You know, play your loved ones a love song or listen to, you know, and you talk about people's experiences and people overcoming difficulties. And I mean, it's a very neat, in my opinion, it's a very positive show. It's a, a very apolitical show, meaning it's not political by nature. Um, but I think she, for the most part, does a good job. She doesn't take on a lot of the moral conundrums and difficulties and things like that that we speak out about or whatever. Um, but she does do, uh, in my opinion, a lot of a lot of good there. And I think it brings I guess a lot she of lives some on peace a, and stability and stuff. She does good. Yeah, I guess she lives on a farm in Washington with her massive family, mm-hmm. uh, living life the way she did growing up with farm animals, homegrown food, and fresh air. Uh uh, they say, what's that like? Speaking how it is to be caring for so many children, it's a whole lot of fried potatoes. It's a whole lot of love and a whole lot of cooking. We probably run through five loads, four or five loads of laundry a day, 10 pounds of potatoes a week, yeah, it's even a whole lot though of I'm not too. eating carbs. Uh, yeah, that's right. Seems like she's doing things right. And thanks to her close relationship with God and his presence in her life, she'll be able to encourage others and raising her eclectic family with faith, hope, and love. And I will say this. That's what the writer said. A big shout out and a kudos goes out to Delilah. You are not listening to Delilah. Anyway, she says you are listening to Delilah. Uh, But Uh, anyway, she does a good job and I think it's worth bringing up and the fact that she talks about God just like Rush and many others. People are starting to figure out that's that's an important point in one's life, especially when you're stripped of all the things that don't matter and you start to focus on the things that do matter. Pretty soon, God, family, and country becomes front and center, baby. That's why we talk about it every day on your radio set for the Sabbath. LovingLiberty.net, God Save the Republic.